0: Hello bookworms and all, great day Questioning question your reality. My name is Nightmare. not really, and today I am going to be reading Cinderella is Dead by Kaylin Bayron, Bayron, Kaylin Bayron, Ugh, I have much trouble pronouncing. I will be trying to read half of it, but half of it, because I have to return it on the 15th, and it is now the 13th. As of this moment, I am starting at 9 49. <laughs> I will be providing my commentary as said in the description, I guess. And, um,. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really know what to say. This is <laughs> this would be much funnier if I did it with somebody else. But I can't, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I might do it with my friends sometime. That would be nice. That would be so nice. So let's let's get started. Cinderella is dead. Chapter one. Cinderella has been dead for two hundred years. I've been in love with Aaron for the better part of three years, and I am about two minutes away from certain death. When the palace guards find me, and they, and they will. I'm going to die in the forest on Lily's eastern border, but I don't care. The only thing I'm focused on is Erin, who was pressed up against a tree directly across from me. The palace guards don't see her yet, but they are heading her way. They stop a few feet from where... She's hiding. Her eyes, grow wide in shadowy com- confines of the forest. I meet the gaze, I meet her gaze across the wide s- swath of carriage pathway, of carriage pathway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry if the um, sorry if the audio is a little, a little rusty, rusty. Yeah, I'm not really used to voice acting, especially since I don't have um, a lot of time, a lot of um, knowledge of editing, so it's just gonna start a little rusty, and I'm literally recording this in my closet on my iPad, so, yeah, this is, this is just so fun, <laughs> and easy, mm-hmm. and great, you know, yeah, <laughs> okay, back to the story, um, Jesus Christ. Anyways, of carriage pathway that separates us. Don't move, Aaron. Don't make a sound. I fell asleep last night. I fell asleep in the tower last night. One of them says, Someone woke me up, but still. I was lucky if the king found out I. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. I was lucky if the king found out it. It'd be. It'd be my head on a spike. You going to the. You going to a deba? One man. One man ask No. The other says. Another says. All work no fun for me, I'm afraid. That's a shame. I'm hearing the girls in this year's group are the prettiest of the pretty are the prettiest lot in in a generation. In that case, is your wife going to have an accident? It'd be a shame If the first step down your cellars suddenly came loose, (laughs) they laugh from the gut, hissing and sputtering. And from the sound of it, they are falling all over themselves. Their voices move away from us. I can't hear until I can't hear them anymore. I pull myself up and run to Aaron, who's still cowering behind a the tree. They're gone, I say. I take hold of her hand and try to calm her. She peers around the tree, her face tight with anger and jerks, and jerks away from me. Of all the impossible things you've ever convinced me to do, coming out here, has to be the worst one the guards almost spotted us but they didn't i i remind her you asked me to meet you here she says her eyes narrow in suspicion why what is so important i've never rehearsed what i'm going to say to her practice it over and over in my head but as I stand in front of her. I'm lost. She's angry with me. That's not what I want. I care about you. More than anything. I want you to be happy. I want us to be happy. She stays quiet. I stumble over my words. Her hands clenched at her side. Things feel hopeless so much of the time, but when I'm with you, stop. she says her expression her expression a mask of anger. Is this the thing you brought me here for to tell me to- to tell me the same thing you've been telling me since forever? It's not the same thing. The ball is so close. this may be our last chance to leave. Aaron's brows, Aaron's brows shoot in surprise, leave. She comes closer, looking me in the eye. (laughs) I'm getting the characters, um, voices mixed up. And so time for my um, little commentary part between the chapters and the words. So looks like she's in love with her best friend which is just amazing and Aaron doesn't really reciprocate her feelings i know i'm stating the obvious but um she's been in love with her for like three years and it actually seems like she can somewhat tell her because it said that she can um she's been telling her this since like forever also um okay so i'm just going off title and the words we've ever sent we had ever since looks like the girls aren't really allowed out of this um out of the um out of the kingdom (laughs) the girls aren't really allowed out of the kingdom and And they've, um, <laughs> and Sophia, which is the name of the main character, has been trying to get out. But Ann just wants to stay put so she doesn't get in trouble with the guards. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Also, they use fancy talk. Like, fancy talk. Because, like, olden fantasy talk, which is just so proper in like, i makes you hard to picture this in my head, cause like, ooh, 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 ooh. but I feel like um, Sophia is like a really, a really big bright optimist who thinks, oh yeah, we can get out of this group soon. We're just gonna get out, and Aaron just like level-headed, feeling like there's no need to poke the bear. So um. Back to the thing everybody wants to hear—the story, the story, yeah, the story. I'm trying to get to half of this like in a day. I can't even. I can't even read. Can't even, can't even read. Can't even read. Can't even read. Can't even read. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. shoots up in surprise leave she comes closer to me she comes closer looking me dead in the eye there is no leaving sophia not for you not for me not for anyone we are going to the ball because it is the law it is our only hope for making some kind of life Without each other I say the dot the dot makes me the dot th- the makes my chest ache Emma straightens up but her cast but gaze to the ground. It is it can be no other way. I shake my head. You don't mean that if he run, if he try laughter in different in the distance cuts my plea my plea short, the guards are circling back, everyone ducks behind the tree, and I dive into the bush. You don't get to work in the palace if you don't know. How to say how to say yes and shut your mouth says one of the guards As he comes directly says (laughs) says one of the guards as he comes to a stop directly in front of my hiding spot if you don't have the stomach to do some of the things he He's asking for you. Better off. You. You're better off here with us. You're probably right," says another man. Says another man. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, I like. I laugh. I laugh at myself. <clears throat> says another man. Through the branches. Through the branches, I see. The tree Aaron is hiding behind. The hem of her dress, caught on a rough patch of bark, is poking out. The guards look in her direction. What's what's that? he asks. He takes a step toward her, his hand on the hilt of his weapon. I kick against the bush, the entire thing shaking, causing Causing a decay, a cascade of rust-colored leaves to rain down on me. What was that? One of the men. What did the men ask? Jesus. <laughs> oh God. They turned their attention back to me. I shut my eyes tight. I'm dead. I think of Erin. I hope she'll run. I hope she'll make it back. This is all my fault. I only wanted to see her, to try to convince her one last time that we should leave Lily once and for all. No, I'll never see her face again. I glance toward the tree line. I can make a run for it, draw the attention of the guards away from her. I might be able to lose them in the woods, but even if I can't, Aaron can get away. My body tenses and I pull my skirt between my legs, tucking it into my waistband and slipping off my shoes. There's something there. There's something in there. A, a guard says, "Not only my, an arm length for me, an arm's length for me." The guards move closer. So close, I can hear them breathe, breathing. I glance past them. There's a flash of baby blue between the trees. Aaron's made a run for it. A clanking sound cuts through the air, metal on metal. A sword drawn from its scabbard. Over the rush of blood in my in my ears, and the pounding of my own heart, a horn blast. Three blaring notes. We've got a runner. A gruff voice says, <coughs> "Or you've got a runner." A gruff voice says a gruff voice says i freeze if i'm caught this far the wood, into the woods the guards will make an example of me i picture myself being paraded through the streets and shackles my maybe even stuffed into a cage in the center of town where lily's people are so often made to endure public humiliation as penance for stepping off the beaten path. The men's voice and footsteps move away from me. I'm not the runner they're talking about. I haven't even started running yet. My heart crashes in my chest. I hope they can't gain on Aaron quickly enough. Guards trail off when there's far away from me. I tuck my shoes under my arms and run into the shadowy cover of the forest. Ducking behind the tree, I peer around the trunk of several more guards scattered. They've got an older woman with them, already bound at the wrist. I breathe a sigh of relief and immediately and immediately feel a searing of searing stab of guilt. The woman is now at the mercy of the king's men. I turn to make a brick for it with my legs pumping and lungs burning. I think I hear the snap and snarl of hounds through. Though I can't be sure. I don't dare look back. I trip and mash my knee on a rock, tearing the flesh. The pain is blinding, but I pull myself up and keep going until the trees start to thin. At the path that leads back to the heart of the town, I pause to catch my breath. Erin is nowhere to be found. She's safe. But this is Lily. No one is ever really safe. And that last part may be a little, um. (laughs) That last part may be a little sad. You know, no one's ever safe. So, um. Wow. (laughs) You've got introduced to two. I'm. Two. Maybe one main character. Lily, um. Not, not Lily, um, Erin, Erin can just be a love- she's side character, not really special or anything, but I hope she's like, really um, used, a fleshed out character in the story, I mm-hmm. hope she is, like, um, she's, she's, but I'm already loving the character, I de- I'm literally, I'm literally laying down while I'm recording this, this is so unprofessional, but um, I hope, um, Aaron is, like, flushed out. And I already love the relationship dynamic between, um... <laughs> Lily and Aaron, because, um... I say, I'm a lie. I don't... <laughs> because... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because, um... Aaron is just such a level-headed character. who's, like down to earth, and she's just like, okay. And Sophia is just like, I'm guessing the optimist. She's like, from now we're reading from her point of view. She's the optimist. Like, okay, this, I'm seeing this is so unfair because it looks like the care, the villagers, the um people living in the kingdom can't really get out of there, and I'm wondering who the new king is, like, Cinderella has been dead for 200 years, so her prince is obviously, probably gonna be dead too, I hope so, mm-hmm. you know, and the king, <clears> hmm <throat> the king, the king, the king, I haven't even, like, gotten in- introduced to this character yet, and I'm already starting to hate him, so he's just, he's just very sucky, because, um, he really keeps his villagers in this very confined place, and not allowed to go to, uh, out of the kingdom borders, which is just, like, gross, and I feel like there's gonna be a very interesting arc before, um, now back to the, like, Sophie and Aaron, I, I want to see them date, because, like, Sun and moon, sun and moon, the optimist and the pessimist, the um, cat and the dog, whatever you want to call it, it's just adorable. Because cause Sophia is just hopelessly in love with Aaron, and Aaron's just like, I, Aaron might be in love with Sophia. I don't really know yet. But like, she's just like, no, we can't do this. We have to live, we have to go by the law. And the law says we have to be, we can't we go by the law and try to live, live in safety. And to be as safe as we can be, we can't be with each other. It's just like, it's just like early down to earth. But this is sad. It's sad. It's, it's so sad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, it's sad. <laughs> Also, I can't voice, like, um, male character. I try. I'm I'm trying to lower my voice as much as I can. But I know it's just gonna sound, like, a female with a deep voice and not a male. So, yeah, I'm gonna try to work on that. You know? Yeah, I've been trying to work on that today. You know? Taking tapes, trying to, um, move my voice to my throat. And enough talking about me and, my. Poor voice. I think back to the story, uh, even though I already closed the book after this, so I have to make it back to chapter two. Anyways, yeah, that was chapter one, um, now on to chapter two, chapter two, chapter two. I closed, It closed the book, so I'm trying to find, um, trying to find a page. And I just got a notification from Webtoon, like, Maybe I should be reading that, man. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Maybe I should be reading that for my podcast instead. (laughs) But that would be illegal in a violation of Webtoon's code. So, um... Yeah. Yeah, I do that on YouTube, too. I do that on YouTube, so I'm not sure if that's, like, illegal. So... Yeah, and not talking about me and my um criminal activity. Back to the story. Chapter Chapter two of Cinderella's death. As a trek home, all I can think about is Aaron. The forest is deep and dangerous and most of and most important of of and most important off limits. I know she won't stay hidden. She'll make her way home, but I need to know if she's safe. Anyways, anyways, yeah. <laughs> the bell tower in the town square rings out the hour. With loud clangs, I'm supposed to meet with my mother at the seamstress shop for a fitting. And she specifically told me to come there, bathed with my hair washed and a fresh face. I look down at myself. My dress is smudged with dirt and blood. My bare feet are caked with mud. I escaped the king's men. But my mother sees me; she'll probably end me herself. (laughs) Hmm. She probably guards patrol the streets, many more. Many more than usual. Now the ball is close. I keep my head down as I pass by. They aren't too concerned with me. They're on high alert because of what people in Lily are calling the, the incident. It happens to it happened two weeks ago in the northern city of China. China, China. Please, please excuse my mispronunciation. Mis- mispronunciation. God. Okay, um, mispronunciation. Shine on. There, there per rumors that an explosion damaged the colise. A twenty-foot likeness of Merle's Merle's savior, Prince Charming, and and that the people responsible were. Um furried into ferried into lily under cover of night and taken into the palace to be questioned by the king, whatever happened, the details were able to pry from them sent him into sent him into a state of panic for the first week after the incident he ordered the mail he ordered the mail stopped he ordered the mail stopped okay he ordered the mail stopped our curfew was moved up two hours okay let's just pause right there our curfew was moved two hours so looks like these grown adult villagers and these kids villagers and these just villagers in general have a curfew, so they can't stay out tonight. So which just is more evidence that um society is screwed up. Like also, it looks like these um back to Aaron and Sophie. I just I just want to talk about them. Dude, I feel like they're gonna have a cute relationship, but like. I have no idea what that was. I don't know if, I don't know if people heard that, but i' I have no idea what that was. that was um a thing with my foot then not t- I'm sitting in my closet and it was like the thing on the side of my drawer like it just made this buzzing sound. It's just like it's in our house and it's just like you press it down and it comes back up and it just like funks around yeah I don't know I don't know people probably don't know what I'm talking about, but like it just made this it just started moving i don't i don't know why like i'm starting to think i have some special powers you know mm-hmm. you know little me have some special powers um but yeah i don't know i forgot what i was talking about um yeah looks like aaron and sophie can't be together for um <clears throat> reasons but i don't know what reasons apply to this um this specific type of story and um um <laughs> i don't know what reasons apply to this specific type of story and um um the world so like let me just so when we, let's just get through the book to um see what's, yeah also the curfew thing the king is evil. He's just evil. We all know this. Anyways, yeah. I'm literally making my closet. <laughs> also, I've been trying. <laughs> okay, I can't talk about my little acting right now, bro. It's hot. It's so hot. Um. Anyways, yeah. Looks like the villagers have a curfew. It looks like the king is just trying to keep the villagers contained and um and the king has some secret i know this king has a secret like i'm already thinking about it the king has some sort of secret or something and um yeah yeah the king has a secret and i and i know it i know i know he has a secret Also, if this, um, podcast episode comes to be, like, an hour long, or, like, more than an hour, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna watch over it, I'm not gonna watch it, I'm not gonna listen to it, I can't even listen to my own voice, (laughs) and that's why, and this is why it has episodes, probably gonna read to like, um... I'm on page ten, so they come page one (laughs) hundred and two. They're on highlight because of of the love. Ooh, I started off wrong. Um, for the first week, the incident. I'm gonna stop. He ordered the mail to stop. Our curfew was moved up two hours, and pamphlets were dis distributed that assured our us the incident was nothing more than an attempt by an rogue band of mar martyrs to vandalize the famous statue. It also stated that the that the Perpetrators were put to death. When I came home, the house was empty and silent. My father is still at work and my mother is waiting for me. At the seamstress shop. For a moment, I stand in the center of the floor, looking up at the at the wall hanging over the door. One of the is a portrait of King Stefan Steph, Stefan, Okay, Stefan. I guess Stefan Stephon. I'm yeah. gonna pronounce it Stephon. Stephon. I mean, Har, Hargating Hagrid in Gray. It shows him as he was before his death, only a few years ago. Another is a, is King May, Manford. The current king of Merleys who wasted no time in pushing out his uh, official royal portrait and recrying that it is hung in every house and public space in town. Our new king is young, only a few years older than I am. I'm guessing this girl is like 18, I don't know. This is a YA though. I'm pretty sure it's a YA. So she, she might be eighteen, or the King might be eighteen, and she's like sixteen or seventeen. You know. So yeah, this is um Keep going. Keep going. Only a few years old. Only a few years older than I am. But his capacity for cruelty, cruelty, and his lust for absolute control reveals his predilection, and it is on full display in the third frame hanging over our door, the Lily decrees. A minimum of <laughs> a minimum of one present copy, present copy of Cinderella, will be kept in every household. The annual ball is a mandatory event. Three trips are permitted after which attendees are considered forfeit. Forfeit. Patients and unlock. Participants and all unlawful, unsanctuated san- san-tru- unions will be considered forfeit. All members of household in merlees, are required to designate one male of legal age to be head of household, and his name will be registered with the palace. All activities undertaken by any member of the household must be sanctuated by the head of the household for the permit for the protection of women and children must be in permitted and permitted place of residence by the stroke of eight each night sexism <clears throat> a copy of all appellations. Ap- of all a- 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 applicants a-, 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 a capable laws and decrees, along with an approval portrait of his majesty will be displayed in every household at all times. there are the hard and steep steadfast rules set forth by our king and I know them by heart. Her voice is higher than that. And I know them by heart. I go to my room and light a fire in in the small heart, heart, heart in the corner. I consider staying until my mother comes looking for me, but I'm worried that she already thinks something terrible has happened. I'm not where I should be i I banished my knee with a clean strip 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 of cloth and washed my face in the veins. My copy of Cinderella's tale a beautiful a beautifully illustrated version my grandmother my grandmother gave my grandmother gave to me. Sits on a small wooden pedestal in the corner. My bu- my mother has opened it to the page where Cinderella is peering for the ball. The fairy godmother providing her with everything her heart desires. The beautiful gown, the horse, and the carriage, and the, and the fable glass slippers. Those attending the ball who read this passage to remind themselves that what is expected of them when I was small I used to read it over and over again hoping that a fairy godmother would bring me everything I needed when I was my when it was my turn to go to the ball but as I got older as the rumors of people visited by a fairy godmother became fewer and farther between. I began to think the tale was nothing more than that, the story told by my mother. This, I told my mother this exact thing once, and she became distraught, telling me that now I certainly wouldn't be visited if I voiced such doubt. I never said anything about it again. I haven't looked at the book in years. I haven't read it a al- lot aloud like my parents want me to, but I still know every line. An ivory-colored envelope sits on my mantled. On the mantled, my name scrawled across the front. In bo- An ivory-colored envelope sits on the mantel. My name scrawled over the f- front and blow- bill- billowing black script. I take it down and pull out a, fo- a folded letter from inside. side. The paper is thick, dying the deepest deep onyx. I read the letter inside as I have done a million times since it arrived. The morning of my 16th birthday. <laughs> Sophia Grimms, Sophia Grimms, King Manford requests the honor of your presence. In the annual ball. The year makes the. King Manford requests the honor of your presence. At the annual ball. The, this year marks the. By central of the the first ball, where our beloved Cinderella was chosen by Prince Charming, the fest the festivities were. My tablet literally dropped. So if you heard any um shaking, yeah, that that's why that's that's literally right. Again, sitting in my closet. Um, anyways, the, s- the festivities of the grand and made it all more special for your attendance. The ball begins pr- promptly promi-t- at 8 o'clock on the 3rd of October. The Tuesday ceremony will begin at the stroke of midnight. Please arrive on time, we eagerly await your arrival. Sincerely, His Royal Highness, King Manford. On, on its face, the invitation is beautiful. I know girls who dream of the day the invitation arrives, who think of a little else. But as I turn it over in my hand, I read the part of the letter so many eager young women miss. Wait, I just realized. I was right. She is 16. Which makes me wonder. Cinderella was 16. Cinderella was 16. And this man is probably like in his 30s. Just like Snow White and Prince Philip. I don't know what his name was. Snow White and Prince Philip. Noah it was pre- fourteen. His and Prince, whatever his name is, was thirty-one. Also, he came out of nowhere, like really. Anyways, back to the actual story and the plot. This arrived on her sixteenth birthday, which means she is. And you know, I may have read this book just a little bit, um, before and it was just pretending like I didn't. So, um. you're gonna hear it I, <laughs> anyways yeah um hold on let me go back because okay. i want to know if it actually mentioned it um the choosing ceremony the choosing ceremony where young girls get chose i'm guessing i'm i'm guessing that young girls get chosen by men for to be their wives Which is just, like, terrible. And sexism. sexism. So, um... Also, they're just killing people. Like, vandalization is bad, but, um... Is it really worth being killed over? Is it really? Is it really? Also, I wonder why, um... Everybody loves Cinderella so much. Like, she was nice and all, but, like i guess she was nice and all but like i don't we aren't far into the story but like what what does she do that makes everybody love her so much like the fairy godmother story i guess i guess i guess but yeah let's just um get back to the book also when i um when i finished chapter four this is going to end, but I will make a second part to this um, episode because, again, I have to return this book on the 15th, so, yeah. Also, it is just so hot in my closet, but, like, this is the ideal place to record when you're, um, voice acting and stuff, so, um, Ugh oh, also, I want to lay down, but I can't. I can't, I can't lay down. I'm only really gonna lay down for a little bit, you know. <sighs> my back hurts. Okay. Anyways, you better not come out bad. Because I'm going through a lot of effort. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Animals. That's of those eager young ones, along is an, its other edge in a pattern that reminds me of ivy sneaking its way up a latticework are words in white script that give me a dire warning. You're required, you are required to attend the ball. Fa- failure to attend will com- comply, result in imprisonment and seizure of all assets belonging to your e- immediate family. Also, I have to stop. I have to stop. This has sixty minutes, so um, I'm just gonna finish this chapter and um, yeah, I'm gonna finish this chapter and then bounce and then just make it another episode. It is the first of October, In two days, my fate will be decided for me. A tur as terrible as the consequences will be, if I'm not chosen, the the danger in my select uh, in being selected be- might be worse. I push those thoughts away and shove the letter back into the envelope. I leave the house and make my way to the dressmaster dressmaker's shop, taking the long route and hoping I'm. I'll run into Erin. I'm worried to death about her, but I know my mother is worried about me too. The shop along Market Street are lit up and blustering with people making last minute preparations for the ball. A line winds out of t- wig makers. I peer into his shop window. He really outdone himself this year. Elaborately styled wigs crowd his shelves. They remind me of wedding cakes—tires upon tires of hair, tiers upon tiers of hair in every shade. On the top shelf, featuring things like birds, nested with rep- repel cases. Reptile cases of eggs tucked inside. A young girl sits in a wig maker's chair on on his pla- on his places of four tired pieces of atop atop four tired tired piece of. Atop of her head it's laid in fresh pink pine topped with a small model of cinderella enchanted cage it te- teeters pre- it teaches specially as her mother beams. I hurry past, cutting through the throng throngs of people and ducking around a side street. The shops were aren't Aren't ones that my family and I have ever set foot in. There's. there, there are nothing for people with enough money to buy at wages and unnecessarily bubbles. I'm not really in the mood to feel bad about what I can and cannot afford. But this is the quickest way to the town square. But I can cut across and find Aaron before I meet my mother. In the window of one shoe store, Cinderella's glass slippers sits on a red velvet cushion illuminated by candle lights. The little place guard next to it reads, "Palace approved... Replica, I know. I know. My father had the money; he'd snatch them up immediately, hoping they set him apart. But if they're not enchanted by the fairy godmother herself, I don't see the point. She's made of glass, or accident waiting to happen. Father down, father down. There is another line, snaking out of a small shop. The shutter window that signed the sign above the door reads Handless Wonderments. Another sign lists the names of tinkers and potions. How hum- men hum- can brew up find a suitor, Banshee, of Banshee, an enemy loving everlasting. My grandmother told me, Henlin. Heinlein, Heinlein, I've been pronouncing that wrong. Heinlein was just some wannabe fairy godmother. And that her potions probably watered down barely wine. Watered down barely wine. Mm. Watered down barely wine. But that didn't stop people from putting their trust in her. As I passed by, a woman and her daughter who looks about my head? hurries out of the shop. Newman has a heart-shaped glass vial in her hand. She pops the cork and pushes it into the girl's lips. She drinks the whole thing in one long go, tilting her head back and looking up at the evening sky. I hope the things my grandmother said weren't true. For that, Poor girl's sake. And that is the end of chapter three. Yes, yes, yes. I- this thing is almost an hour, and I've only read to chapter three. I know, it'd be very slow, but I still have to finish it in like two days. So, yeah. um, I'm gonna pronounce my last commentary for this section. And, um make another episode in like a little while after i take this short very short break and um so yeah that little girl that girl is probably not going to be very important so i won't touch up on her and the potions i have to stop messing with the audio anyways so um i really have nothing to say i really have nothing to say huh yeah yeah but i about the book because i said it in, in between the chat and between the um pages and stuff so but i do have something to say about stuff out oh, something else yes yeah 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 so a little self-promotion a little self-promotion good for me good for me Anyways, so, um, go spot follow me and um on Spotify, you know. <laughs> I know, this is Spotify. This might upload in Pocket Cast. Yeah, it says Pocket Cast. Yeah, it gave me a notification that this uploaded on Pocket Cast, too. But, like, go follow me on Anime Girls. Anime Girls, two dancing... Two, it ha- Anime Girls, it has two dancing girls with, um... Bunny outfits, yeah, yeah, a little self-promotion there, you know, that was the account this um, podcast was supposed to be uploaded on, but couldn't because mm, sad, sad, sad reasons, you know, which made me sad, so yeah, this is just my podcast account, yeah, let's just go with that, even though it isn't an actual account i i don't really know how to explain it it's just like my google account and it, yeah it's very confusing it's confusing me too but um yeah anyways yeah also go follow me on youtube it's just nightmare you know um my voice has got, my <clears throat> my voice my voice my, vo- my voice has gotten deeper which is which is great because that was my um made of my goal, my voice has gotten deeper in the span of one day. Well, so yeah, go follow me on YouTube. It's called Nightmare. Yeah, I make poetry stuff and um text stories. So and I write fan fiction. <laughs> um. Also, um. Yeah, I have a Wattpad and Al three. Yeah. Um. My Al three is called Best Ayama and my Wattpad is called. I forgot what my Wattpad's called, um, so I won't really be saying that here. But yeah, just um yeah, a little self-promotion before this episode ends. And yeah, I'll see you in my next episode. Also, when I'm talking, it just feels like time passes by. Um Yeah. Anyways, bye! I'm getting out of my hot closet now. Finally! Sign signing out, bookworms and all.